Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to Party Dice Friends 110. Bienvenue à Party Dice Friends 110. <laughs> the French was excellent. Uh, merci. We are gripped with Eurovision fever here in the Hearty Dice Friends offices. We are super excited. Now, of course, this is this this will be coming out after Eurovision has happened. Yes. But I'd also like to stress that we're recording it after Eurovision has happened. We are, that is also a thing, yes. <laughs> we're recording it Sunday morning. I'm still tired from staying up late, drinking wine, eating cheese, and yelling along to the uh, Norwegian entry. That, that block... Seems to have done very well. I I feel I feel that Eurovision is in their blood, you mm, know. It, yes, it very much is. Like there's something there's something ineffably Spanish about Spain, which means they'll never succeed. <laughs> not not in not in that they're bad. Just that something about the, the the further north you go, the more they seem to get the idea of Eurovision. Yes. Well, when a lot of your year is just darkness. Mm. You need a little light. That's true. You need you need a lot of light. Laser light. Smoke machines. <laughs> Big hair. Big hair. And, like, I'm going to say three key changes. <laughs> and if you can manage it, a costume change where somebody comes up and, like, rips the previous costume <laughs> off. That's always great. Um, I I have a... I have... A, Chris, I have an almost allergic reaction to the interviews they do. I did not know they do interviews. I should point out, I didn't watch Eurovision. Oh, why not? What's wrong with you? I was asleep. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was playing games. Okay, fine. Anyway, point is, there. Uh, so I'll, I'll explain to you. On Eurovision, yeah, they have they have some songs, which are generally, you know, okay. Um, I, know, I know what Eurovision is, Grant. I don't need the, the primer. Okay, anyway. Well, I mean, you didn't know they did interviews, and there, there, there are four... Um, Israeli folks going around chatting to the various um, performers um, and uh, officials who make Eurovision happen. None of them have been prepped. No one knows what to say. It's terrible. I can feel my skin crawling off my back whenever they go near someone. Eurovision to me does have this this aura of like a badly organised nerd convention, but for singing, it, not board games. It is. And, and like... The the organizer's partner is going around mm. doing some interviews, and they've had no experience, but they do have a camera. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, what do you it's think what, of ties? What what completely puzzles me? It's like it's this very strange sort of um, mental space to occupy. It's not like say Reading or Leeds, where people who are there are like fucking Leeds, yeah, man, love it. Oh, I'm gonna go get drunk and sit in a tent and look at music. And the people who are playing are like, yeah, man, I'm playing Leeds, yeah, bang, 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 bang. You know, that was me doing Arctic Monkeys. And everyone seems to be into it. Mm-hmm. And Eurovision, everyone seems to be into it, but they can't really be into it, can they? It's got to be a joke. <laughs> everyone's everyone's like, ah, oh, it's so wonderful to have all the countries come together and we see the many flags waving and we're having a lovely time here at Eurovision. It's like, yeah, but you know it's daft, right? Everyone thinks it's daft, right? But 90% of the people there can't talk to the rest of the people because of the language barriers. Well, everyone speaks English. Yes, but, like, I can't imagine everybody speaks English. 
No, that's true. But they have they, they the show's done in English generally, yeah. and they 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 have a big pit full of people um, who hiss at the mention of Palestine. It turns out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the you, you know hey listen um, this is not a Eurovision podcast. Uh, this is a role playing games podcast, and I bet all I bet not all that intro is going to make it in. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. Um, Christopher. Yes. Can I see which country has your du douze points? By which I mean, ask me a question. <laughs> that is the most roundabout way I've been ever asked <laughs> to ask a question. <laughs> so thanks for that. No worries, but it's episode 110. It's only going to get less straightforward from here. I think the word is coherent, but mm. yes. Foshar1520 asks of Reddit, and thus, by proxy, us, mm-hmm. do you believe in spotlight moments for individual PCs? Yes. Yes. This is a metagame concept, um, which some some role-playing games do in the rules, and some role-playing games leave it up to the GM. Sometimes it is facilitated by the system. Yes. But the idea for a spotlight moment is um, every player who's playing deserves some some time in the in the spotlight uh, where, where they are the main character um, another word for this I guess is niche protection yes um, or, which is the word I um, use frequently when we're making games yes um, it's also what you refer to trousers as I'm yes, sorry well, cut, cut that cut that joke out that's terrible no, why would you call your ads to your niche niches. <laughs> oh, you've got more than one yeah man I've got sconces here I've got sconces there <laughs> Got a niblick. I've got like a really nice reading nook. Got your apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My folly. Okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, I can see your point. They, uh, player characters have certain strengths they have, and players have certain things which they want to do in character. And so by giving them a spotlight time, you let you give that person permission to be the main character for a bit. Now, not all DMs think this is the right the, the, this is the right way to do it. Uh, I do, and I think people who don't think this are wrong. Very wrong. Mm. Like the 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 alternative to me is essentially sitting everybody down at the table. You know, Shish and Jiro, you make all your characters, you you sort out what you're good at, and then the DM goes right now. I just need to quickly run through this with you all. Uh, none of you are special. <laughs> none of you are important. None of you mean. Anything, Anything in the con- in, in the construct of this world. So, is everybody ready for a fun adventure? That's no. always the problem I had with LARP. Yes. In the in the you have in the, you got and like generally LARP characters are a bit more straightforward than uh, more mechanically straightforward than uh, than tabletop RPG characters because mm-hmm. because yeah. you need to smooth things down just for the the physical nature of the game, but. You'd, you'd make a character, and you're like, cool, I've got this great idea for a character. And then you'd go out and buy costume for the character? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, and like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I bought a shotgun just for my wizard. Yes, yes, it got the police involved. Yeah, the police did come around that time. Mm. Anyway, and I, I very nearly answered the door with it slung nonchalantly over one shoulder. Yes, you did, Grant. I had to throw it really hard off my shoulder into the living room and then block the doorway. There was Hello, a dog officer. team. There was a dog team in our back garden. There was a dog team and four police cars outside because somebody was breaking into our house. Our next door neighbour was fairly convinced. 
I will say um, that was very that was very kind on the part of our next door neighbour. Oh, they what were we lovely. Were, what we were doing was we we closed we turned the lights off in my room, mm-hmm. opened the window, leaned out the uh, leaned out the window, and shot things in the back garden with the laser sight and torch on my new BB shotgun. Yes, yes, and they went, oh no, a robbery. Yeah, and, and the, the dog team came out. Yeah, it was great. And I, I, I will remember to my dying day what that policeman said when we opened the door. What was that? It was a good thing you opened that. I was about to put the door in. <laughs> oh, our lives could have been quite different. Quite different, Grant. Yes, we could have been dead. They could have been eaten by what? those dogs. No, it wouldn't. They don't. They don't eat you. That's not what like they do. That's how the police am. That's how the police are. They feed you to dogs. Monsters. Anyway, what are we talking about? Spotlight moments for individual PCs by Fusha fifteen twenty. Fusha. You. Oh, by the way, I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to legally get rid of that shotgun. I've been carrying it around for the last ten years. <laughs> so, Give it to so a my, kid. It's my fucking cupboard. I can't. I can't. Like, I, I can't find a police station to hand it into. Plus, plus, I want to see you walking into a police station with the shotgun. <laughs> Don't worry, it's a toy. <laughs> he screamed at his trial. Yeah. So, spotlight moments are really cool because they they make your players feel valuable and important, and they let them have fun. And I think, crucially, the thing you want to look at is spotlight moment for the player, not the character. Yes, and this means that you can um, say, "Well, this this person really so like I, 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 there's one player in my games really likes it when her character goes on dates, right? Absolutely adores dates or like porking other, oh porking NPCs. Just a huge fan of it. No matter what the situation, um, getting some is a continual motivation for her <laughs> game." And so all you need to do is, thre- is is like throw in a saucy drow with a wink, and that, that's fine. That'll generate plot, if you know what I mean. I can run off and have, and have fun. It'll be great. Yeah, it's fine. Like just 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 write just write down a, list, a, a series of kissable NPCs, and you're sorted. Um, thinking of it in those terms is is useful, but also I think if you're a games designer, write it into your game. Yeah, and even then, like there's. There's such simple ways of spotlighting it, uh, of spotlighting characters. Like, if you have one character with pick lock, mm. put in a locked door. Well, you need to be rogue, silent. If you've got a rogue, put it in a trap. Yeah, just one. That's all they the, barbar- the barbarian gets bags of hit points to kill. Exactly. The fighter gets attacks to interrupt. The sorcerer gets access to chapter seven, the good part of the manual. <laughs> the big part of the manual, girl, not necessarily yeah. the good part. Um, it's it's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some games actually like almost force that, like Gumshoe, where the idea mm. is that everybody has a, every skill in the game covered. Yeah, and if and if you don't have that skill covered, don't put it in the game. Yeah. So at some point, somebody's going to get their time to shine and, get, and, and look clever, at least, because you know, Gumshoe's not really about thrilling heroics. Finally, my art history degree. <laughs> this will get us out of this nightmare realm. <laughs> we need to go through the left-hand painting. Yes. Oh, no, Mario. <laughs> Mario? 
Mario 64. It's all paintings. Oh, I see. That was a bit roundabout. Sorry. Yeah, I thought you thought you'd bring a bit lol random. I'm going to ask you a question, Christopher. Oh, please do. I, I crave it. Uh, multiple Maz writes in, What is the best fancy and magic spell on? Why is it Greece? <laughs> we have talked at length about Greece. Uh, yeah, but that was like 50 episodes ago. I, th- I think... I think Greece should be disallowed from the good lists. What, because it's too good? Yeah, in the same way that, yeah. like, Gillian Anderson and Mary Elizabeth Winstead don't count as human. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like you, would, you, you wouldn't put them on a list of most anything people. No, because it's just like, all right, you, they go in their category. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're elves. And then we, then we deal with all the rest of you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, think Greece. I think Greece does that as well. Like you wouldn't say who's the best human? Oh, it's Keanu Reeves. No, hey, no, come on, give the rest of us a chance. We yeah, know. you just you knock Keanu off the list. Yeah, well, you, you punt him above the list and let us play in the yeah, space. Exactly. Yeah, you let somebody else have their time in the spotlight. See, see, callbacks. Yeah, yeah. Gillian Anderson is the human equivalent of getting tabled without 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 taking a shot in pool. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, what was the question? My mind has gone elsewhere. What is the best fancy and magic spell, and why is it a greasy Gillian Anderson? <laughs> uh, anything that makes it rain. Yeah, figuratively, literally. Yeah, I really like uh, weather spells mm. in magic, because nine times out of ten, they're fairly rubbish. <laughs> 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 like, if, if you've got somebody, like who's throwing fireballs about like I'm a pyromage I'm mm. an ice mage what do you do I make it windy and uh inclement for ships like so, so like like you project gusts of wind from your hands not not no no you know no. the wind that's mm. always there mm. more more of that or less <laughs> depending on will <laughs> it's all in the mind so I really like weather mages. So and if any spells like control weather, mm. is that Vancian? I think, think technically Vancian is like a Horatio's horrid horses. So like a named sp- God, they're disgusting. Oh, they're just they're just like a, they're like a load of normal horses, but they're a bit warty. Oh, that one's rubbing itself off against a shop door. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That one's filled its oat bag with kids. <laughs> um. that, that one's doing cocaine off a school. <laughs> Just on a school? Yeah, on, on the roof of a school. Is it a giant horse? <laughs> no, it's got on the roof. Oh, okay. The other, the other thing about... It tripped the fire alarm. The other thing about horrible horses is they can take the ends of their hooves off and they have like eight fingers on each hand so they can climb walls. <laughs> That's that gif, isn't it? Where he takes his little things off and wiggles his the fingers. Deer. Yeah, the deer. That's delicious. Mm. I'm into this horrible horses idea. Yeah, so a Vantian spell is a named spell. Yeah. So you've got Everard's Black Tentacles. Yep. Learman's Tiny Hut. Bigby's mm-hmm. hand, which has been boiled down from Bigby's, from eight different Bigby spells. Rope trick? Wasn't that made by? Wasn't that made by one of them? But didn't get the name. No, there's um, Learman's secret shelter, Learman's tiny hut, Learman's marvelous mansion. Yes, Learman's um, affordable th- two bedroom on the Marvelo's marvelous pigments. 
Modern kindness disjunction. Yeah, all of that guff. Yeah. All that stuff that tries to imply a world and then doesn't. Not really. I think I think it's Big B. Oh, Tensor. Tensor's floating disc. Tensor's floating disc, which is probably one of the better utility spells going. A hovering table. Yeah, but like, it's a stretcher. It's a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shield. Yeah, you know what? It is t- it's Tensor's floating disc. Yeah. It's uh, it's not really a shield. Don't 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 fuck about. But, but it's tensor. Use it to fill a corridor. Okay, put that's it at the top fine, of but... stairs like a skateboard. What? <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. And, and and then just um, freeze frame as as the lich is falling down the stairs and like his skulls come off. It's tensor's floating disc. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it has to be a name spell and it's tensor's. Chris, ask me a question. Uh, so fans of the Discord found on Stack Exchange, hmm. what is the best way for a skeleton to impersonate a human without using magic? How would we? How could you tell a skeleton was impersonating a human and it wasn't just a human? Like, if a skeleton impersonates a human perfectly, that is identical to a human. Yes, that just means the disguise is working, Grant. If yes. I disguise myself as you. And they can't tell me from you, my disguise is working. What I'm saying is, every person already has a skeleton in them. So we are a skeleton disguised as ourselves. I mean, I think Nietzsche would argue that. Are you Will Smith's kid? <laughs> yes, I'm Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had a very hard year. <laughs> I'm going to go on Twitter and say my thoughts. They will love this. I wish I was born in the time of the live journal. So, best way for a skeleton to impersonate a human being without using magic, right? So, there's there's um, your standard cultist robes. Yeah, big hood, etc. I think, like, it's going to be a bit embarrassing for the skeleton because they have to provide themselves with some padding. Yes. Because if you just put normal human clothes on bones, it's not going to look right. So, they have to sort of cut up a duvet... And tape it around themselves. Well, like, like, they don't need to fill the the rib cages. Honestly, probably not a terrible idea. That might help you if you fall over, because imagine they're quite brittle. Um, Potentially, yeah. Although they are held together with magic, so I don't know how that factors in. Yeah, that always bothered me about skeletons. Mm. The fact that you can just say, no, it's magic, and, like, that's really glossed over in a game which calls a lot of other things into question. <laughs> I kind of like the idea, though, that, that skeletons are attached, to, literally linked together with magic, like it's visible. Yeah. And when you when you kill one, you can see if it's dead because the joints don't glow anymore. Yeah. But like you you knock it for six, it's bits everywhere. But the but it slowly starts dragging itself back together by these like blue lines of power. We could steal that idea from uh, Strange Brigade, where you have you have like a glowing heart in the center of some skeletons, which you have to shoot. Yeah, to, uh, to take it out. Although that doesn't work in most role playing games, but still, you know, there's something there. There is something there. So I think I think it's easier for a skeleton in modern times. Go on. Um, because what they can do is they can put on that like American football armor, <laughs> okay, which gives them some of that some of that shoulders, and then these dumbass onesies where you look like a tiger. Ah, I see. Are they putting that over or under the, the armor? Over. Okay. So they look. Hench. You know what they had in fantasy times, Chris? What's that? Armour. Sharp. Okay. But a onesie... But they did not often have tiger onesies. 
or no, Pikachu you, onesies. You just had to hollow out a tiger, which was very different. Or a Pikachu. <laughs> just climb in. So quickly, everybody get in the get in the onesies. We'll we'll we'll, we'll blend into this party. I got Pikachu. What have you got? Espeon. Es- mm. Why why have I been left? Why have I been left with Psyduck? This one's just a dude. Get in my mouth. <laughs> Wear me like a fucking suit, boy. <laughs> Wear me to a party and take me to a dry cleaners. I'm gonna close my mouth around your mouth. You need padding. You need to get some. You need to get some sort of straw or foam or cake or just like a load of like bubble wrap around your limbs to sort of make yourself a cake. Could be nice. Like Slide like, yourself like in cake. Sorry. Slather yourself in cake or like that modelling chocolate. Hmm. Not very flexible, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, a oh, uh, rice krispie squares, Chris. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's just just it's uh, just nailed it, but with deceased human forms. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I should draw attention to this. Sorry, go. Just Nicole on Nelda saying, you've got to disguise yourself as a judge. (laughs) Just just using Henry Kissinger. (laughs) Just just dough. Just horrid dough. (laughs) A load of dough. And there's a confused Henry Kissinger. (laughs) In a cupboard. (laughs) Um... And he tries to get out, and Nicole goes like, "Shoot, shoot, get back in!" And she's pushing <laughs> she's him like, back into the cupboard. Me. <laughs> um, so, Divinity Two, the the video game or role playing game, mm-hmm. had skeletons in it, mm. and their method was either magic or styling it out. And I very much enjoyed when they went the styling it out technique. How do you mean they styling just, it out? Just like so. Just, the, one, of, one of the skeletons had a helmet, like a like an old-timey um, musketeer-style helmet, mm-hmm. um, a big moustache, and some nice clothes on, but the rest of right. him was skeleton. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he'd go up to people and, and they go, ah, a skeleton, and he'd go, what? <laughs> Where? Nah. And essentially gaslight the shit out of them. <laughs> Mate, you all right? I'm not a skeleton. You're having a moment. Just sit down. It'll be all right in a bit. And I love that. There's 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 a certain um, charm to it, certainly. Hmm. Hmm. Will asks, if you were to play a game with death in order to save your life, what game would you play? Uh, the first person to shoot death in the face wins. I think death might have an advantage there. Given Possibly. that, I, I presume he's also got a gun, and he, he can probably survive getting shot in the face. Oh, yeah, that's true. First person to free me from hell? <laughs> Don't think you'd go for that. <laughs> I, think, listen, I think it has to be something approaching a named game. Right, like backgammon. Yeah, like backgammon. I'd go for something purely luck-based. Yes. Uh, something like Russian Roulette or Two Up. <laughs> Russian Roulette? Well, I'm already dead. You're dead, yeah. Yeah. Like, and and like at that point, if it works, I played Russian Roulette with Death and won. That is a good story. See? Or like Snakes and Ladders, you know? Like, it's completely, like, I can't do it wrong. I can't, I can't sit there thinking like, oh, what what if I'd made that choice as I'm trapped in hell for eternity? Yeah. Because I'd be worried about that. I'd have drawn a three of hearts. Yeah, that sort of Mm. thing. Yeah. Or... Snake oil. 
I bet I bet Death is great at snake oil. I bet De- like that sort of funny party game where you make up jokes. I bet he's fucking brilliant. Pictionary. Yeah. I bet he sucks at Pictionary. It's, it's the it's the fingers, mate. You can't Ca- you can't hold the pen. Can't hold, it keeps slipping out. Mm. I, w- I wish I had some cake for my hand. <laughs> it's me, Death. Some cookie dough. It's I'm going as I'm going as Kissinger. Yes, Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> Bring me over some of that sculpting icing. I think that my my solution to this is a game of Counter-Strike. Right. First off, I'm not bad at Counter-Strike. It's been a couple of years, but I think it's been longer for death. Well, you don't know that, but yeah. Um, and also, I think it's going to be really difficult to manipulate a mouse and keyboard with bony hands. That's true. He probably uses Connect or some shit. I mean, good luck. But like, he's got he's got good Connect. He's he's got the connection. It would actually come to think of it, it wouldn't pick him up. He's, no, it um, wouldn't. It would just see a, through him. He's a corpse. It wouldn't be able to tell the difference between him and a pot plant. Mm. Which is okay. just embarrassing. So, because so, well, you think you're good enough at Counter-Strike to be deaf. Also, I, I think that he literally can't play it. That's true, that he doesn't Or know what it, it is. Mm. Whereas, mm. I'm guessing if I went with chess, first off, I can barely remember how to play chess. And it's a it's really cr- simple game. Yeah, it's quite. It's not. I've never had it. I think. I think it's my problem, but not chess's problem. But I've never had a game of chess. I'm like, oh, this is fun. So I've never won oh, at chess. Also, I no. hate it. Yes, and I think those two things might be connected. See, I think they are actually separate, but intertwined. You know, I. I think it's very rare that someone who I have an outside chance at beating at chess says, "Do you want to play chess?" Yes, that's true. Because it's I not like. Yeah, well, it's not like <laughs> it's not like forty k or like a board game where you're like, oh hey, I've just got this new thing. Or like you and I might have a fun game of forty k, a fun game of kill team to, to sort of like play with our models and spend some time with each other, and that might be nice, you know, that's yeah. cool. But we're not going to be like, which of us has the more powerful brain? Which of us is better? Which of us is better at what can be argued to be the quintessential game, chess? Also, let's let's look at this. Look at let's look at this. Let's look at this in detail here. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. I'm looking at it. You're playing Tekken. You're playing right. Soul Calibur. Yeah. You're playing Super Smash Brothers. What's the worst mm-hmm. thing possible in that game? What ruins everything for everyone? Um, A mirror match. Yeah. King versus king. Boring. Rubbish. Nobody will likes that. that. That's what see. chess is. In my experience, the worst thing when you're playing a uh, uh, beat up like that is when someone who comes along and never played the game before trounces everyone. Because they're just mashing buttons and you're trying to do a thing. Yeah, because they're just mashing buttons, which at your skill level is the optimal strategy. Yes. <laughs> and you and like you've been you've been playing against, let's be honest, the other boys at the party for a while, and they're like, Oh, I know this move with the king, I'm gonna do this move. Yeah, I did the move. And then someone sits down. Gen- generally, it's a girl, and they'll say, "Oh, what's, what, what buttons kick?" And they'll just fucking wipe you. Yep. Because I still yeah. remember having that with the first Tekken, mm. and somebody just pressing the punch button over and over, and I couldn't stop it. <laughs> I couldn't deal with this situation. <laughs> I don't know what to do. They've hacked his, it. His punch moves him forward like a couple of frames, so he's constantly advancing down the yeah. down the lane, and just. What do I do? Like, I could duck under it, but then he just presses down and punches me. Like, oh, I'm fucked now. Perfect counter. <laughs> yeah. Monster of combat. Yeah. 
Um, so they are. It is mirror matches. It is. It is rubbish. Chess, by which I mean I don't like it. No, it's, it's a bad game, Grant. I don't think it's a bad game. There's it's no just, story to it. There's no story. I can't convert the pieces. I don't get to build my deck. Like, what happens when the game's over? It's just over. Like, what's that? Well, like you could bet on it, I suppose. Ooh. Yeah. What if? What if we did carriage shoots for everyone? What? I if? mean, when I say everyone, I mean everyone on the table, not me. I'm just. I'm just going to pivot. What if instead of this chess nonsense, we hustle people for role playing games? Uh, yes, so, Grant. That's how so we, we earn our money. That's literally so, what we do for a living. So, so like, so like, we turn up. Like, you turn up to a like, like to a gaming club or like a bar where they're running lots, lots of games of um, role playing games, mm-hmm. and you, you sign up to the table and go, "Oh wow, what's this Dungeons and Dragons? That sounds interesting." Oh, do you, do you know what? I think I and like and like you look ostentatiously wealthy and like maybe you've got like a load of twenties spilling out your pocket, <laughs> pound coins leaving a trail behind you. Yeah, yeah, like like no coppers, silver at the lowest. Mm-hmm. You um, jingle as you sit. Yeah, yeah, you and you sit down and like and like maybe. Maybe you've got like two glasses of wine and you keep forgetting which one to drink out of, mm. uh, and then and then you play a bit. And you're like, oh, half orc rogue, <laughs> how interesting. This reminds me of the time I was growing up as a, as a stupid rich boy, and then and then eventually you're like, hey, this this we're all having fun. Oh, we're all we're all good friends here. How about we make this interesting? And then you slide forward, you slide forward twenty pounds. Uh, now I don't really know how you would bet on Dungeons and Dragons, and that's that's the that's the bit of the p- plan I'm turning over to you. But I reckon we could hustle these mooks. I I, th- I think what we need to do, Grant, mm-hmm. is we need to design a hack for any RPG mm-hmm. that lets you win. Mm. That makes any cooperative game something that you can lord over people, uh, crush their spirit in some way, just make it now, worse for them, so that you can well, win at. At co- at cooperative games. I will say every game already includes that, and it's the GM role. That's fair, but that's only if you're a douche. Yeah, so and then only one need... person can win. Yeah, so I think rather than because it has to fit every single game, and this then mm. this is going to be how I beat death. By the way, to get us back to the question, obs. There is there's there's a unique talent. Uh, sorry, there, there's a special talent you can pick up, and it really helps if you're if you're already a, a game designer, so you can have some authority at the table. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's audacious passive aggression at the games master and other players, and things like you that. have somewhat yeah. mastered this, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's great. Yeah. So should I? Yeah, should I? Go, should I go over there and get the quest from the quest giver? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Fine. Oh, hat goes on foot. Oh, can't use the sword. Oh, God, this is boring. And you. Um, and like, like, go on your phone and generally ruin the game for the person who's running it, which mm-hmm. means you win. Yeah, and you put money on that fact somehow. Yeah, and then you use the money to pay off death. Uh, no, death loses because he was the gem. Ah, okay. But oh, one you've also got sorry, sorry, death's he money. Was, he was one of the yeah, I've I've got death notes. Mm. Oh no, that's a thing, isn't it? That's copyright. Yeah, you can't use that. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you do, do you want to do, do, do you want to do you want to do I, I do know I what want happened to. there? <laughs> yeah, I do want to. I got very stuck in a groove. Um, would you like to run a jingle? I'd love to run a jingle. Three, two, one, jingle. Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. 
Rootin' Tootin' Boots Magoot writes in, Pog Tycoon. <laughs> I was a Pog Tycoon once. Were you? Mm. What I does was, that consist I was a, of? I was a primary school hustler. Oh, you're a dealer? Mm, yes. But okay. also, I used to, I used to, I used to play a lot of keepsies. Right, we were banned from playing keepsies in my school. So were we. Oh man, you ran the illegal games. Damn straight, and I, I and I was that asshole with a big metal keeny. I, well, I mean, you're supposed to have a big metal keeny. No, they're supposed to be plastic. Oh, sorry, oh, was... everybody's supposed to have the same weight. Oh, I see. Right, and you and you and you just had a basically a gun, a knife. Fight. Yeah, so I had I had you know those like tubes of pogs. Yeah, I remember the tubes. The so tables. I had those of those of my nice ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had one of those old A4 Ziploc like work folders, like, like document sheets. Yeah, document yeah, folders. Uh, full of all of the shit pogs. Which you'd harvested from the rubes. Which I'd harvested from the rubes, and I would use those to play for more keepsies and get more and more and more. Jesus, I, I, I never really enjoyed the idea of keepsies. I, I, like, considering how impo- how important pogs were, how expensive they were, mm-hmm. I didn't have the, the, the I, I, I couldn't get in to the, uh, to the, to, 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 like, I couldn't afford to play the game with. Keepsies. You couldn't sit at the big table. Yeah, I couldn't sit at the big table. I was, I was, I was just playing for fun. And the problem with playing for fun is Pog sucks. Yeah, it's literally a game it's, where you throw bits of cardboard about. It's a really boring game if you don't get to steal the Pogs at the end of the yeah, game. It's all, it's all about that, and it's all about being able to use your Pogs to essentially trade for favors. Now, Pog Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Two options. One, we set it. We, we we make it as a modern game. I'm feeling on the Switch. And you have fully realised motion controls for throwing those pogs down, or VR, or VR that works. But I think like I'd like to play it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think we need VR. There's not like a very rich experience that we're recreating. Now you say that, but there are an an awful lot, and that amount is accelerating upwards. Mm-hmm. Of very terrifying looking pornographic games on Steam that function with VR. That well, see that recreate. What so you, are you saying? We make it porn. I don't care, but I'm, I'm. I was merely commenting on the. Are you your... saying we put tits on the pogs? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> We're gonna be millionaires. <laughs> Kickstarter. Hello. Clear your three p.m. I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm bringing uh, pogs. You'll like them. Erotic pogs. Or as I call them, cranks, to avoid copyright issues. <laughs> um, so, so what option? We have it with motion controls. I'm feeling like I really like the idea of you've got um, like like the the HD vibration on the switch. You can sling down a pog, uh, like you're you're holding that you're holding the trigger button and releasing releasing your keeny and they're scattering everywhere. Pretty basic, easy to make. I think also because this is because a video game, you can have some sort of ability where different pog stacks give you different things, like sure. different 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 magic things, different densities and different weights. Different densities. Or we take it back to the old school because mm-hmm. pogs nostalgia. Yeah, good. Release it on release it on the original Game Boy. Oh yes. Don't need don't need more than two buttons, four directions, baby. Or OSR pogs. OSR pogs. Right. Okay. I struggled. So okay. So hang on. So 
Torg Infinity Pogs. Is fuck off. Sounds is Pogs. <laughs> Pogs without number. Pogs <laughs> the Ascension. Pogs of Cthulhu. <laughs> Poggler. I don't know what that is. That's Traveller. Okay, that... Mm, bit hard, that one. Um, Pogs. <laughs> in the Vineyard. You can, you can, oh, there we go. Pogs in the Vineyard. Redeemed! <laughs> Chris, you saved the bit. Yes! <laughs> oh, fantastic. 316, Carnage Amongst the Pogs. So... <laughs> Is this Pogs a game of? We've had Pogs that number. Is this? What about is Pogs this... that number? Sorry. Pogs that number. We've had it. I said it. Oh, okay. That was like that was the third one I came out I with. That's, Pogs that, that number. Yeah, that's that's the, yeah. It's very good. Um, Pogs that number is so it stars that number is the standard RPG you go into when you're making up funny RPG yeah. names. Eclipse Pogs. The sci-fi no. ones are all great. Yeah, sure. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. Coropoglis. <laughs> You're, Chris, you're editing this episode. I'm sorry. This, no, no, it's fine, mate. This, this, this is your own grave. It's fine. Keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep digging. I, I liked like you saved the bit and then you load the bit into your confidence and you shot it in the back. That's how I do things. I ruin things for everybody, but after I'm nice. Okay, listen. Pog Tycoon. Is this a game about playing pogs? Is this a game about about amassing the most pogs? It's about acquiring the most pogs. Is this a... Well, so I guess that's just Pogs. Yes, but I, I, I feel a kind of Unknown Army's Pogomancer vibe. Mm-hmm. Where the whole thing is that you, it's not about the game of Pogs. Right. It's about harvesting and gathering more mm-hmm. and not that, using them. That is the... that is You just described your means of acquiring more Pogs. That is very true. Yeah, so I mean... I think, uh, crucially, there isn't a game here. It was funny to say, wasn't it? And we did get to talk about Pogs a lot. We did get to talk about Pogs, but I I think that the issue is that the game itself is Pogs. Yes, Pogs is Pog Tycoon. Mm Mm-hmm, that's what Mm. that is. I guess what what you'd have to do is have have mechanics in place to have football manager-style play, Mm. where you hired other eight-year-olds. Yeah, teams. You had, like, eSports teams... (laughs) Okay, give me give me a suggestion then, Chris. Tradwife Blacksmith suggests sports bail. Bail as in the demon bail. Okay, I'm interested. Oh, because like sports ball. Yes, yeah, sports ball, but it's sports ball. Okay, bail. sports sports ball. Sports what's bail? Well, but ball's also a demon, so that would work. Yeah. Um, what is what is the game? So crucially for me, the fact. The name Bale mm-hmm. direct, has a direct translation. Okay. Which is Lord. Right. So you seek sports to become the Lord. demon lord of sports. <laughs> One arm for each sport. Exactly. A full knowledge of all sports and all fixtures. And hopefully a mighty trunk. The location of every ball on earth. Yeah. It's about, it's about starting small, like... You know, you're just scrappy Italian kid loving the football. Mm-hmm. Just playing it on the street. And yeah. by the end of it, you've overtaken hell and mm. very much moved them into Division 2. So this is, this is a... This is a no, this is not an OSR. This is a traditional role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about football. 
So it's difficult to make a role-playing game about football, but well, we'll get you, there. You, I mean, it's just group combat, isn't it? Yeah, but, you like know... Like, it's, I don't know, six on six? I don't know how many's in a football team. Um, uh, yes, yeah, some number 11? between one and 20. I think it's 11. But they, it's, a lot. Well, it's 11, but they have another 11 which don't play, which always struck me as quite weird. Yeah, that's the lazy 11, mm. they're called. Yeah, yeah, um, they're very tired. It's 11-11 combat. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got, like, specific zones on the battlefield that you've got mm-hmm. to get to. Yeah, you've got one monster with infinite hit points that you beat around. Yeah, and it, and on all of your attacks do a certain amount of knockback. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's 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 very straightforward. I think the thing the thing which I'm, I'm I'd, I'd like to get towards though is it is impossible to progress into like your 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 opponents are very skilled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you that be either have to be very lucky or make a deal with hellish creatures to get skills to pay the bills. Yeah, yes, uh, and play the balls. Oh, well. So you will you will be like you might have some sort of hellish teleport um, or heliport. You might have no, that's where helicopters land, isn't it? Mm, yes. Oh, you might you might have a heliport as well. Maybe maybe Bar can give you that. Well, I mean, um, honestly, the amount they earn. Yeah, um, you have like you have. <laughs> you can seem to do a little shrug there. I just realised. Complete awareness. <laughs> Not my own. No, neither I nor the listeners could hear that. See that the uh, you could have complete awareness of where the ball is. Mm-hmm. Even when your eyes are closed and you're blindfolded underwater, you know where that ball is. Teleport and so, ball. But unfortunately, that yeah, teleport ball is perfect. A controlled ball in midair. Um, and and uh, give birth to a needle-mouthed child. Mm. Align fixtures. <laughs> yeah, extend um, trading window. Uh, you know that thing where they pick the balls out or they have like a lottery to see who plays who. You could make that work. Oh, the lottery. Um, like like you, you would win... There. Oh, okay. Unprecedented events as Wolverhampton has won before a single ball has been kicked. Every match, 13-0. Incredible play by the young lads. Yeah, and then once you progress... Got to be happy about that one. Once you progress all the way through all the divisions and you've won the Mm -hmm. World Cup or whatever, Mm -hmm. then you start going down. You start going below the ground. The the Underworld Cup. Yes. Mm. You know, you're, you're playing over the river sticks. Not gonna lie, kind of getting into this. Yeah, so I'm kind of sad. It's about football. So what you you've got is is you've got Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. like all the layers. And yeah, each one of those has been oh. converted into uh, I was about to say a ring. <laughs> a oh yeah, a, a football ring, you know. Football <laughs> pitch. Oh, like, he's coming in off the ropes again. It's a stadium. That's it. <laughs> They've been converted into stadiums. You know, a football hole. Shut up. Yeah. Um, a ball zone. <laughs> different stadiums themed to what the level is. Oh, to what the what, to what the sin is. Yeah, so like it messes oh. up. So like, you know, like, like Blood Bowl messes up the, the pitch and yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff. It does that as it goes down until your 11, your 11 football players must face off against the devil. Oh, okay. So it's 11 on one. Yeah, but he's the devil. But he's you know the devil of football. Yeah, Alan Shearer himself. <sighs> Only footballer I know of. You you dare challenge me in my realm? That's him. Yeah. I'm Alan Shearer, and I don't like Have to open my devil? mouth when I speak. <laughs> Grant, is that the devil on the microphone? <laughs> I think it's the actual devil. You know. So I'm a hundred percent behind this game. Sorry, That's I'm ninety nine percent behind this game. 
Mm-hmm. There's one problem with it: the fact what? that it's a role-playing game. I don't want to play this many matches of football. I'll play it. I'll play this many matches of computerized football, especially if I get to do things like kick the ball off a off like off, off like a, a debtor's face. But like, if you're playing D and D, how many times do you do a fight? That's the thing. It's not a fight. It's a game it's of a football. Fight. I don't get to kick the tar out the other players. Well, that's it. You see, like, like that's why you take a lot of sleight of hand checks, <laughs> a lot of sneak, a lot of hide. There's only eight players on the pitch, and no one of one of the opposing team is bleeding. You got to get Just... it past the different referees. So some are really right. lax, some are really strict. Yeah, some you can but bribe. All... Yeah, uh, so, so, like like the unpious ones, you can hex. Yeah, and some some of them actually play for your team. Mm, if you if you can mind warp them, yeah, like you like you get your you, you get your ring of Solomon and smash your uh, your your sigil onto their flesh, and then and then they're basically bribed. Yeah, you just brand them. Um, yeah, so it starts off like the first match you play is boring as football. Yeah, yawn. Yeah, but then you go like, oh, okay, you're you're greeted by a wizard down an alley, mm-hmm. and he tells you of the demon leagues. And mm. how you, how you <laughs> need to start converting your soul mm. to to be in line with with bail ball, bail ball, which is what we're calling it, by the way. Okay, it's bail ball. Isn't it pronounced um, ball or ball? No, B A A L is bail. Oh, okay. B A essentially B A E L. Gotcha. Go on. Um, the that's sorry. The Semitic version is bail. Okay. The Christian version is Beel, which is where Beelzebub comes from. Yes. Because it's Lord, Lord of Flies. Of flies. Mm. Zebub, which is a lovely name for flies, I think. Yeah, the Zebubs. The Zebubs. I don't know if that's true. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, so, and he starts in, inducting you into ways of dealing with the referees and changing the rules of the game. Mm. And, like, there's, poli- there's a political part to it. Mm. We're trying to get laws changed so that you can, you know, cut a fucker. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Razor boots rather than studded boots, that sort of stuff. You know, you yeah. It, it essentially you, goes into blood bowl and then just goes further. You warp football. Mm. Yeah, you warp the very the very fabric of English reality. You need to quite literally move the goalposts. Yes, that is moving goalposts is one of the modifiers to combat. Yes. Mm. You, Chris, you, you put them on really jazzed up turtles. <laughs> the turtle is on a skateboard. Mm. Or a floating I mean, disc. I like this. I like this a lot, but we've only we've only done two games, so we need to maybe we need to like do some more just quickly. Right. How about I quickly mm-hmm. run through some of the genuinely hilarious titles we've got? And you pick one. Okay. Okay. Lightning round. Okay. Juan Forestero, Pizza and Kittens, a game of shattered expectations. Robin, CFG Overlord, calm your tits. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this man's name, but Robert. Nick, nasty, brutish, and taut. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. And last cartoons on the left again with Mama. Can we eat this? It's either calm your tits or Mama. Can we eat this? Mm. I'm. Fi- I'd like. I'd like to give you my pitch for calm your tits. Okay. You have something very important to do. It's a VR game. Okay. <laughs> you have something very. You have something very important to do. And you are, and uh, and like I'm thinking, like you have to uh, officiate a wedding, mm-hmm. or um, like like deliver a speech, a presentation, 
so, something that there's a bit of solemnity to, you know? So, so something genuinely important, not like, if I don't go to the shops, we won't have bread. Yeah, that's what, like you can always go and get some bread. Like, no, th- yeah. this is like this is like this is maybe the biggest thing you're gonna do this year. This is an sure. important thing. But your tits are crazy. Thank you. You've got you've got some you've got some big old bazookas there. You got some you got some sweater puppies. You got some mad honkers, mm. and they are up to no good. <laughs> Nefarious folks. You're reading. Yep, you're reading from the like that's, that could be the name of all the levels. You're reading from the Bible. Uh-huh. Um, which I'm presuming, as you has as you have breasts, this presumably means you're in a certain kind of church. You're reading from the Bible, um, and your breasts keep just turning the page to a different page. And you've got to make sure you don't accidentally read these bits about hell at a wedding, or, or they say what you just said, but in a really sarcastic voice. Yeah, they they can speak somehow. You're trying to do open heart surgery. You're like you're like. You're like, scalpel, one of your tits has knocked the nurse unconscious and gives you a hammer instead. <laughs> They've got a wrench from somewhere. How did they get that wrench? There shouldn't even be a wrench in here. <laughs> scalpel, we... please. One of, your, one, of, one of your tits, the nipple grasped around a lit match. Thrust, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> a lit cigar thrust into your hand. Just into the, into the chest cavity of the person yeah. you're operating on. Oh no! Can I combine this with another interpretation of tits, but not removing anything currently in the game? Yeah, sure. On the way to do this open heart surgery or speech mm-hmm. or whatever, um, there's a very sad moment. Oh no! Uh, but a big gust of wind. It knocks some baby birds out of their nest, <gasps> and you must care for them. They're very frightened and very agitated. Mm. So you must calm your tits throughout the day. By, Until like, their mother gen- can come pick them up at three. Gently reading to them or yes. impersonating a bird to calm them. Whilst Bob- also fighting your own mammary glands, which are trying to tell a nasty story to the yeah. little birds. I think that that's, that's New Game Plus. Oh, that's clever. So 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 you go back and it's exactly, exactly the same, except mm-hmm. you've got a little bird's nest of, 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 of baby tits. Which mm. you have to calm down or like feed, and I feel like that's that's giving you like like an additional plate spinning mechanic. If you yeah, it's if, like if, a if you want to get the, yeah, if you want to get the high score, how do you frighten a tamagotchi? That's chilling. Mm. But this one is this one is screeching. It's very frightening. I found a way to put fear into a tamagotchi. I've reprogrammed tamagotchis so they um, they experience pain. I've, I just I just I, I've plugged the USB keyboard into the back and I say kill. I type in kill. And it gets really spooked. <laughs> they don't like spiders. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I've, just, I've, just, I've started just, just copy pasting spiders maybe 300, 400 <laughs> times. <laughs> they, look, they hate it. <laughs> you look at the screen and the Tamagotchi is really tiny and 90% of the screen is taken up by a little pi- by a massive pixel spider. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's weird. Don't, don't know what's happening there. So, okay. So the game is either calm your tits, which I'm really into now, or sports bail. I want sports bail. I think that'd be a better game. Yeah, it would be a better game. I think. I think there's there's something surgeon simulatory about calm your tits, which I quite like. Yes, there's some, there's something but, charmingly indie. But I think that it's going to be it's going to be possibly frustrating to play. Um, it's maybe anti-feminist. Quite a bit, yeah. Well, it's also going to be very weird if it's in VR. 
Well, maybe it would scan your body and use your tits. Maybe, yeah. It would be like yeah. um, Trespasser. But your health, <laughs> yeah. your health thing was on was on your left boob. We can just use all the assets from Trespasser. Yeah, it's just Trespasser, but like... Yeah, really the, the tits are just really scaled-down raptors. <laughs> Running around. Yeah. Tit-coloured raptors. Were, so, yes, the, 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 the game is Sports Bell. Uh, you are a you are a faction of occultist footballers, and you have to do the best. Yeah, you have to do the best football to the devil. Now we'll say until you lift pick- the cup in hell. We picked football, and I'm glad because I can do an Alan Shearer impression. Mm-hmm. Do we want to? Have, well, kind of. Do we want to have a different bo- a different ball game? Because it could be any ball. Well, we can't have basketball because that's Space Jam. Yes, that's already Space taken Jam's by got that unlock. We don't need to touch S- that. That's fine. Space Jam. Space Jam is above. Um, other sports with balls, cricket, nobody's going to touch. Um, no, hockey? Baseball, baseball nobody gets. Hockey's? Mm, nah, you English get a hockey, stick. Yes, but like proper hockey uses a puck. That's true, yeah. And like we, we'd, we'd never sell in American markets. Exactly, nobody understands what English hockey is. I think is, we right? might have a problem shifting this game in American markets. Um, no. If it's well, one, actually... one, soccer, two, anti-Christian. Hmm. That's anti-Christian. Mm. You're defeating the devil. That's great. They love that. That's that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, English hockey is probably the most violent sport on earth. Hurley, but yes, go on. Well, yeah, but this this one that people actually play. Um, wow. wow. <laughs> okay. So it's probably easier to segue into defeating the devil. Because mm. you can just hit him with your stick. Maybe you just pick at the beginning of the game. Maybe there's like three or four options. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Well, do you with it, you know? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's entirely up to you. I mean, I mean, it's going to be so abstracted. It's going to be. A, it's going to be an odd couple of days as you play through this. So. Listen, listen. Full disclosure: we just used four third Dungeons and Dragons rules. We've, we've, we've just changed the word enemy to ball. It's a, it's a straight find replace. Yep, it's real easy. We haven't even changed the art. <laughs> just we've just. I've gone through. I've cut pictures of footballs out of football magazines and pasted them over the faces of all the goblins and dragons. And then we photocopied the book so it looks yeah. fine. Yeah, it, it looks it looks basically fine. And like and like instead of and like every devil and demon just has different pictures of Alan Shearer. <laughs> Alan Shearer, I think. Washed out photocopies of Alan. <laughs> Fuck me, that's chilling. Thank yeah. you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends, episode one hundred and ten. My name is Grant Howard. This is Christopher Taylor, and we love you so much. We're going to do a big kiss on your forehead. If you love us in a way that means you give us money, and I don't know whether that's really love, but hey, maybe it is for you, and that's I'll fine. Take it. Yep. He'll take it. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash hearty nice friends. Give us some cash. Join the Discord. Come and hang out. Every, um, come and hang out and say nice things. Ask us questions um, and be part of that sexy inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter, but you know, whatever. Also, we're going to UKGE, which is oh, very soon. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to UKGE. Yeah, come out, come and say hello. And I I'm think gonna, we've got I, I, one more time to remind you, where we'll remind you at the beginning rather than the end, where you probably already I, turned off. But yeah. I want to give them a. I, I try to make the the blurb at the end so fast that you can't skip through it. That's clever. Yeah, because I I because like inevitably it's like four minutes long. And people, oh, what else are you working on? Yeah, whatever. Give me the funnies, prick. Yeah, I have I have kind of ruined that, haven't I? Yeah, no, it's fine because because this is meta. Okay. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be at UKG, and I, I want to try and set up some sort of um, giveaway for Hearty Dice friends listeners, mm. which like which like, we give you permission to steal something off our stall, as long as long as we didn't make it, <laughs> and as long as we don't see you do it. Yeah, 
or like or like that's like actually if, a crime, isn't it? <laughs> like if you steal something from the legends of the Lamentations of the Flowing Princess stall, we'll give you a quid. Mm. Something like that. Like like we will buy them off you if you steal them from people we don't like. <laughs> no, then we're then we're fencing soul and goods. <laughs> yes, and and it's on tape. Thank you. We love you very much, and we'll see you at UKGE. Bye. Don't arrest me. Bye. Get extra credits if you steal something that Monty Cook wrote.